All right, happy Thanksgiving to all our friends down south. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Episode 9 of N10 is coming out to you right now. Stay tuned for the rage monster, Joe Caruso, talking about his Montreal Canadiens. But uh, stay tuned as well for the Golden Plunger, Hard Hat Award, and What You Say. But first off, we'll start off with some stupid news that never should happen in hockey. You boys can mention it first. All right, well, Mike Babcock was in hockey headlines this week. Again, yet again. It came out this week that when Marner was a rookie back in the 2016-2017 season, Babcock had asked him privately in a one-on-one meeting who would be on his list of hardest-working to least-hardest-working players on the Toronto Maple Leafs team. Babcock then exploited Marner's list in front of the whole team in the dressing room afterwards. Uh, not sh- I'm, I'm not too sure exactly how long afterwards it was, uh, but I know he definitely uh, told the team about it. At the time, Babcock was apparently trying to use Marner's list to his advantage to motivate all the players on the team who were not hardworking at the time. Uh, Guys, I'm kind of sick of hearing about Mike Babcock in the news. He's kind of irrelevant now. He doesn't have a job. I really, I, I feel like they've been talking about Babcock for freaking ever now, like 24 seven here in Toronto. Yeah. I hate it, man. I'm sick of hearing his name. It's usually how the story goes, right? I mean, former coach fired. We're going to keep talking about him. Everything's going to keep coming out. That's secretive about him. Um, I guess like it's pretty disgusting what he did. And Bill Peters is even more disgusting once Joe mentions it. But again, like I just, whatever, just get rid of the news. Just focus on the Leafs now and Sheldon Keefe's new team. So just focus on that. The I just love get him, Babcock getting like basically put through the flames here. I've always yeah. hated him as a person. And I always thought he was overrated as a coach because he's always had good teams no matter where he's gone. Team Canada, I could have coached when I was 10 in 2010. Um, 2014, they barely beat horrible teams, yet he was constantly praised for how he coached Hockey Canada or whatever. (laughs) And I just, like, every player, like, no one's ever had anything good to say about this guy. They just say he's good at winning hockey games. That's it. Like, he's not a good person. He's no one ever wants to kind of go through a wall through with him or for him. So I kind of find it like it's like finally like this guy's getting exposed because like he's overrated as hell. He's a stupid person. And I know he's going to coach again in the league and he'll probably be the exact same and be Hmm. so arrogant and whatever. But yeah, like Flager said, like I'm kind of done talking about him, but like I'm just happy this stuff's coming out. He's kind of deserves it. Yeah, there's a lot of stories about Babcock and how he's kind of a dick of a human being from what it sounds like. I know he benched Jason Spezza first game of the season against the Ottawa Senators, his former team, his draft team, uh, and then Spezza bought a bunch of tickets for his family to come out to watch the Leafs play the Sens, and then he gets scratched right before. And then there's also the Mike Madano situation, which we've talked about before on <laughs> That's the worst ever. That's Mike Medano at fourteen ninety nine games right before he hits fifteen hundred. He scratched. I think it was it was like ten games, games, ten games at the end of the season. Like, what are you doing, man? Fucking asshole. Yeah, horrible human <laughs> being. And Anyways, we'll let's move on. Yeah, we'll yeah, switch to another one. His boy guy. over here in Detroit, <laughs> who's a he was an assistant coach in Detroit with his, this boy. 
Billy Peters. And this guy is even worse than Babcock if it was even possible. Horrible. I'm not I don't want to go into the whole situation because it's still technically ongoing. But Bill Peters, as everyone knows, used a racial slur. He said the N-word to a, a colored player over 10 years ago in the AHL, the Rockford Ice Hogs, because he didn't like the music that he was playing. However, this wasn't the only issue, as other, pe- other players said that he used to kick and punch players in the head on the bench during a game, which I don't even know what to say to that. And then it was investigated <laughs> by Calgary. Uh, over the past week, and he actually resigned, Bill Peters did, on Friday. And wow. the, the worst part about all of this is that other play- people in the Carolina organization came forward and basically confirmed these stories. Yep. Like, Rod Brindamore, the coach, the current coach of the Hurricanes, basically confirmed that that kicking and punching happened as he was an assistant coach at the time. Yep. And then... If, and then um, I believe the owner of the of the Hurricanes said that if he knew that stuff about Peters using the N word, he would have basically like terminated him, <laughs> sent him into oblivion, and uh, yeah, these guys get what they deserve. Uh, Peters is an idiot to say the least. He, I hope he doesn't get another job in the NHL because he's a loser and a racist. And you cannot be saying that to players as a coach. You're supposed to be putting your li- your uh, your integrity and your life on your line for your players every night, not abusing them and using abusing a power. It's embarrassing. And I'm just happy that they... I know the lawyers are involved. That's why it took so long. And he resigned. He didn't actually get fired. It's because it's like a big legal proceeding because well, lawyers he are involved now. He would have got, got fired. If yeah. he didn't resign... Like it was probably in a like a thing between management and him. He's like, like, either resign or we're gonna fire you, kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. the reason why he resigned is because like the 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 Flames are doing their due diligence in terms of making sure that he is liable, and they don't have to basically pay him for the remainder yeah. of his contract. They're, that's what basically they're trying to get around. You see if they don't have to pay him at all for the, his remaining years left. So yeah, Billy Peters, see you later. Babcock, see you later. Two retards, see you later. <laughs> okay. Uh, once we get to the wow. Habs news, I can't, I can't wait to see what Joe's reaction to that because this is, <laughs> has nothing to do with the Habs yet. Can't wait. Um, just got to pose a question to one of you guys, or both of you guys, actually. If the Cal- So we know the Calgary Flames aren't doing their best in the standings and they're not winning games that much. Let's say Calgary was on a 10-game winning streak or something ridiculous like that. Does Bill Peters still get fired or resign? Yes. yes. That does that's not... just like egregious. You, yep. you can't keep him for anything. No, I'm just asking because was... I've seen people on Twitter saying if this team was in a good situation or Lucic wasn't on the team and he keeps playing him and management didn't like the decisions he was making in the lineup, he wouldn't have got fired. I'm like, dude, that, like, that's not this true. is horrible. That I is love Twitter true. people. Wrong yeah. 95% of the time. <laughs> I know. They can't back up anything with facts either, which really annoys me. I don't know yes. if you guys saw Paul Maurice's comments. Uh, I don't think it was just on Free Living, or I mean Bill Peters' situation, but also mm-hmm. on Babcock and like his um, incident with Marner and everything like that. Yeah. Um, Paul Maurice was basically saying he started coaching back in the 90s, so he had to adapt his coaching style throughout the years. And Each era, yeah. Uh, Blake Wheeler, what? 
No, like I'm saying, he had to adapt to each era of hockey that was being played. Yeah, exactly. Like he had to change his coaching style to like match the up and coming generations that were mm-hmm. coming into the league. Uh, and I know Blake Wheeler. Paul Maurice mentioned that Blake Wheeler came up to him uh, when he started coaching in Winnipeg, and he kind of mentioned that Paul Maurice kind of needs to stop being an asshole because players aren't they don't respect him and uh, they're not listening to him. And now he's more of a like he's not a player's coach really, but nicer than what he was years ago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now Winnipeg Jets players they they respect him a whole bunch. It's like Barry Trotz too. Remember Barry Trotz? He was very hard nosed. Yep. Um, earlier on in his career, and now he's he's doing great there in New York on Long Island right now. Yep. Yeah. So that's all I got to say about coaching. There's a lot of <laughs> a coaching. Scandals. And I, I bet you more players are gonna start coming out about uh incidents with head coaches in the weeks oh, to come. Oh, for sure. Yeah, a lot of coaches and a lot of management will be under the spotlight for the next few months because of these stories, which sucks. But they get what they deserve if they've done something bad. So, yeah. Uh, we'll move on from the coaching carousel into the actual news on the ice. Yep, uh, Robert Bartuzzo for his horrible cross check on Arvidsson. That was egregious. Was. Uh, he got suspended four games. Arvidsson is out four to six weeks. Hmm. Like, uh, what? <laughs> I just don't know what it was going through this guy's head. Like, Bartuzzo is always known for being like hot headed, but like, why are you? putting like all your body weight into your stick and just borderline breaking this guy's back like can you chill it was so dumb and he already hit him into the post anyways like yeah what more do you want him to do yeah he's not he's not a big guy like barbitson's like what five eight five nine yeah maybe if that and bortuz is like six three and i i don't think four games is enough i i like that's the guy's almost a month and a half, and yeah, for Bortuzzo's a stupid play for a week. <laughs> yeah, for a stupid like that's not even a hockey play. That's just like a stupid play. Yep, he's done it's it not before. Like he, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's done it before, and yeah, it's just so dumb. Like, why do you need to do that for? Like, four games, four games, I guess, is appropriate, but just the injury makes it worse. Yeah, way worse. Yeah, I feel like you have some thought into that. Um, not too much. It was it was stupid. Don't get me wrong, but another stupid play was Alex Kerfoot. He got suspended as well for a cross check mm-hmm. from behind on Eric Johnson, one of his former teammates. Um, he got suspended two games for that. That was another. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty dirty, man. Like, that was bad. He got two minutes for that in the game. By Both the way. of those players. Both got of two them. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I forgot to mention that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> How do you? <laughs> How as Two minutes. The guy could have been dead, Johnson. Lucky he was able. He just got right back up. But that could have been a Watching the replay, worse. though, like that that whole incident, I'm watching the replay again right now, actually. Um, Eric Johnson kind of leans forward at the last second, which kind of makes the scenario worse. I'm not saying that Kerfoot, his cross-check was clean. It wasn't by any means. It was pretty dirty. But I think Eric Johnson leaning forward at the last second kind of makes the incident look a lot worse than what it was. Yeah, for sure. Um, but again, both of these penalty, both of the both of these should have been game misconducts. Oh yeah, and... thrown out. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. So these both guys get two minute penalties. Later, get suspended for them. I gotta pose a question again. Fill in the blanks here for me. 
The refing in the NHL has been blank. embarrassing. Horrendous. So I, that I don't know what to you. say anymore. This league, th this league. I was thinking about this today. The brand of the NHL has been put to shit the past few weeks, and it started all with not all, but it started with the Don Cherry incident. Yep. And yeah. since then, this league has been embarrassed in terms of things coming out. The commissioner has not said a word about any of it Nothing. as of yet, which Good probably point. makes it worse. And this, the whole culture of hockey is being questioned because of Bill Peters and Babcock. In Joe, terms of yeah. what, what your Bobby players have to go through in terms of getting to that next level. You're, you're right about that. Like From Don Cherry, his remarks, he got fired. It's and been, like, literally downhill for the last month. There's all this coaching shit that's coming out. Then even the refing now, like, we talked about it, I think it was last episode or two episodes ago, of the, um, the incident where the refs didn't know if they should blow the whistle or not when, uh, what's-his-name was down on the ice. Calvert, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Matt Calvert was bleeding oh, from his mouth. Yeah. stupid, too. Fuck. It's been a joke lately. Know, joke is on a heater it, right it's, now. It's a joke. Like, I, it's so annoying to watch because the NHL d is the least profitable of the four major sports, and the last True. month has just dragged that public image down so much. Yeah. And the NHL is my favorite sport to watch, and they just—it's like no one's stepping in to say anything. Like the commissioner has not said a word in the last month. Yeah. Well, it's Gary Bettman. What do you expect? I expect <laughs> nothing, but I expect Batman. I expect a comment to be made about right. doing things differently or something just to say, hey, our league's been absolutely roasted the last month. Uh, this is how we're going to try changing it. I don't know. You just contradicted yourself there. You said, I expect nothing, but I expect a comment from him to Not even him. If the, the league, league right can now. just make that's, a comment. something. Okay, yeah, I don't no, want a comment from him. I'm just I'm I want him you, to I'm be fired. You. I want Barry to be fired as well. Yeah. He can't get fired though. He's I the know. commissioner. Or how does I that know. work? You think you could vote like the league could vote the commissioner out or something? I think or? I think yeah, the owners could probably vote him out. I don't know how he can continue commissioning this league when every time like during the draft or like the All Star game, everyone boos. I don't know how you can put up with that. No one likes the him. It's money talks. Know. He's like, man, I could get that three million annual <laughs> out. Yeah, average salary, man. Okay, out of all the commissioner in the major sports, so there's thing. There's Adam Silver. Yeah. Um, football. There, who's are, football again? Goodell. Roger Goodell. And baseball. Who's the commissioner? I don't know. Ma name. Bob. Rob Manfred or Bob Manfred. Sure. I out of the it. four. I am I like I watch NHL all the time. I'm Gary Bettman probably gets booed the most out of any of the leagues because all the other leagues like really can't play um, internationally. Like I know baseball is a world classic and whatnot. Football you can't really do much in the international stage. And then yeah. uh, what's the other one? I forgot the other one. NBA basketball. NBA NBA you have the Olympics, but they That's always worldwide go. man basketballs play. Yeah. And you, they always go to the Olympics. There's no issue. With NHL, we have always issues. Now the, the past Olympics, they didn't go. The World Cup's turning into a shit show. And now they're not going to the Olympics like in twenty. Yeah, the World Cup isn't... It's not the same. It doesn't even compare the to the Olympics. It's no, completely... This, 
we could go yeah. on and on about Gary yeah. Bettman, but nothing's yeah. going to change because he just doesn't like change anything. So I did want to say yeah. one thing. Gary Bettman, out of all the commissioners that you just named, Bettman seems like the dirtiest to me. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's got that geeky vibe. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I don't like Adam Silver has it too. But no, but Batman has it worse. Batman, when he's talking, he's yeah, a, he looks like a head. freaking <laughs> geeky man. Yeah. It looks it's like, like a bobblehead. Oh, bobblehead. Yeah. Bobble <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just wanted to say, like, for Batman also, it's also because the lockouts. There's been horrible. three lockouts under him as commissioner. Two were full season, one was half a season. The NBA, I think, well, Silver has only been there for not many years. Obviously, hasn't been a lockout. Roger Goodell kind of gets roasted in the media, but not for, like, things in the sport or Yeah, whatever. that R- Roger Goodell clown shirt blew up. Remember that thing? Yeah. When Barcelona yeah. released that, that was funny. And then Manfred kind of gets roasted, too. But, like, yeah, like Thomas said, like, Batman gets roasted the most. But 100%. I think it's because uh, of those lockouts, too. That's true. Like too, three, yeah. almost three full seasons have been under him as commissioner. Lockouts. So <laughs> that doesn't help news. either. Lots of lots of off ice news in the NHL. Uh, but yes. yeah, we'll move into the award section of our podcast. We'll start with the Hard Hat Award. Uh, this award is given out to the best player in the NHL the past week in the terms of opinions of us. I guess I'll start. I'm going to pick Nikita Kucherov, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Seems like he's awoken from his. Injury he suffered with one game out and his dry spells of points not in games. Uh, he has three goals, six assists in this past week. No power play goals, but three power play assists. Uh, 18 shots on goal and three blocks. And is currently on a four-game point streak, as I mentioned before he was injured. So now he's continuing that and on tonight. Um, he looks like to be back to his full form and hopefully he can get to his full form uh, during the rest of the season. So, yeah, Nikita Kucherov is my hard hat recipient of the week. All right, my hard hat is going to a goaltender. Um, actually, my golden plunger after is also going to a goaltender. Spoiler alert. Uh, but my hard hat is going to Connor Hellbuck of the Winnipeg Jets. He's been looking stellar the past few games. Um, he shut out the Ducks last night in California. He's been super hot. He's won four of his last five starts. Get this, four of those five wins were on the road, too. That's pretty impressive. Um, he's had 30-plus saves in four of those five starts as well, and he's 5-1 and one in his last six games. Uh, one of those wins was a relief win, by the way. I should mention that. But, man, he's been doing really well in Winnipeg. Uh, I, I was not expecting this at the beginning of the season. Like, if you told me Connor Hellbuck was going to be one of the better goaltenders this year, um, more so fantasy-wise, I, I would have been shocked. Like I wouldn't have believed you. But currently he's thirteen and seven, uh, and he's looking really freaking good. So I'll transition to someone who's been another beast in fantasy as well as the NHL, and that's Pasternak of the Bruins. This guy's probably been here probably two or three times I would say so far this season mm-hmm. in terms of the hard hat. Uh, he scored a hat trick <laughs> against Montreal on Tuesday, and that hat trick was completed in less than two periods and then yesterday versus the rangers during uh the 1 p.m game he scored the goal to tie the game at two and then had an unreal assist to set up Krejci on the game winner versus the rangers so he finishes the week for three games played four goals one assist and one of those goals was on the power play um 
Do you think I want to ask this question? I don't think this will happen at all. But do you guys think he would get fifty goals in fifty games, or like something more realistic in today's NHL, maybe forty and fifty? Uh, he could. Like, I don't know. He could, but I I don't know. It's kind of just the way that the game is. Like, it doesn't really that doesn't really happen. But he could easily get that. What's he at reason- currently right now on the season? I believe he's at 24 goals in 26 games. Yeah. I don't think reason, he will. Yeah, the only reason why I would say no is because, like, the NHL doesn't have a great track record of that happening in the past, like, 10 years besides Ovi doing it a few years ago. And I, I, I believe it wasn't, like, 50 and 50. So um, not this, <laughs> this run he's on. But I certainly hope he does because he's on my fantasy team. But <laughs> he's very – like, he's, he's just unbelievable when he – plays every game and scores every game like every time i check the score and just shuffle through the scores of the games and i see him on the list it's like oh my god like this guy just doesn't stop scoring and the people around him are playing amazing with the bruins i i definitely think so i think he can just the only reason why people will knock him down as i mentioned like it's never really happened before in the past few years yeah the only thing i would think that could happen is 48 goals in 50 games yes definitely like (laughs) I don't know. Like it's just so crazy. Like he'll have like, like if he does, they don't play tonight, but they play tomorrow. He could, if he scores one or two tomorrow, he could have twenty five, twenty six goals by December first. That's crazy. <laughs> like what? He had thirty eight last year. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. All right, so let's transition to our plungers because I need to get warmed up. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, Joe? What are we doing? Flushing that toilet? And flush it. All right. <laughs> My recipient isn't as bad as the two behind me, but I'll start off with uh, Dylan Larkin, who has been absolutely crap. He's recorded no points since November 14th. Uh, supposed to be the future captain for the Detroit Red Wings. I thought personally he was going to be named in the offseason this year to kind of give Detroit a boost. That didn't happen. Detroit's in last place. They've been an offensive garbage team in the past month and month of play in hockey. And Dylan Larkin is the head of this Detroit Red Wings team, and he hasn't recorded a point since November 14th. That is crazy. He needs to be one of their best players to get them out of the basement. Don't think it's happening, but he needs to lead this team to getting points and somehow be better, and he's just not right now. Mantha's injured. Uh, Bertuzzi has been kind of stepping up. Like some of this, this team is just not offensively talented. Jimmy Howard's going on the IR. They called up. Actually, they traded for Eric Comrie this morning. Uh, they traded Billy Seriarvi for him. I don't think that's going to help a net, though. I don't think that's going to get them out of the basement. But the one guy who would help a lot and he needs to score and needs to step up is Dylan Larkin. He's my Golden Plunger recipient. Let's move on to Flager, and then we'll go on to Joe's. Yeah, I just want to mention that the friggin' Red Wings look like shit. Leafs played them earlier this week. Leafs destroyed them. The Red Wings did not look like they were ready to play at all. They didn't even look like they cared to play at all. Uh, and right now they're sitting in last, but it's not even close. Like they're at 17 points, and the teams that are in second last are uh, the Kings and the Devils, who both mm-hmm. have 22. So it's not even like it's super close, but yeah, Red Wings haven't been looking good. All right, you know who else hasn't been looking good? Those Montreal Canadiens. And Joe, Uh-oh. I know you're going to rant about this after <laughs> I rant about. Their goaltender, Carey Price, has been dog shit. Uh, last three games, he's allowed 16 goals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let that sink in for a sec. 
He's lost all three of those games with a brutal .797 save percentage in those three games. He can't stop a beach ball right now. I know that in his last five games, he has a .822 save percentage. Boy, he is struggling, and I'm a little bit upset about this because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, so it just doesn't sit well with me. But, yeah, Carey yeah. Price has been looking like himself. And considering all the money that he's making, too, he's like he's supposed to be kind of like a – he's. I think he's their highest-paid player, is he not? One of the, one of the highest-paid goaltenders, yeah, him and Bobrovsky. <laughs> no, but on, on the Canadians, I believe he's the highest-paid oh, player. Oh, yeah. Well, Weber has that insane contract. For yeah, Marshall, that's true. But from yeah. Bo Weber. Anyways, Price, when you're getting paid that amount of money, like you can't afford to be playing in a slump like this. He he needs yeah. to get out of it somehow. Hopefully, you could flush his toilet and get that plunger through. Okay, uh, before Joe goes, he's on mute right now. He's been on mute for this past segment. Get off mute, Joe, and we want to hear this absolute roast you have to say. It better be good. I just had to play that because everyone in that organization deserves to be embarrassed with that chant. Usually it's used for the other team when Montreal is winning. It's been used against them, and I'm going in on them. Let's go. So they've <laughs> lost six straight to six shit teams. Actually, five. Boston's a great team, and they got embarrassed by them at home. So they lost on a back-to-back versus the Devils in overtime. Had a win stolen away. Can't really blame them too much on that one. Then you go into Columbus and shit your pants. Okay, Price lets in a goal, goes off his chest when he turns around off the backboards. That's not good. Then you, Ottawa, I'm gonna, Ottawa. I'm gonna flash for a flashback to on Saturday night when they had a four nothing lead going into the second. Actually, not going to second. They were in the second period. They're four nothing on the Rangers at home, and they lose the game six five in regulation, including giving up a shorthanded goal to tie the game. To the Rangers. I repeat, the Rangers. Hey, then, don't hate on the Rangers now. No, no, no. no. They're, They're not good. very good. No. They've been doing well. No. Continue. Continue. Bruins. You, you call yourself out after blowing that lead versus the Rangers. You show up on Tuesday and get bitch slapped to oblivion by the Bruins. Well deserved. And then you go, the Devils come in again to the Bell Center with PK doing F all. All season, and you still lose 6-4 to them, including every single goddamn uh, odd man rush and breakaway going into the goddamn net. And then you, you score four goals. You still can't win a game. Defensively, you're embarrassing. Goaltender, you're a joke. 10.5, can't stop shit. Um, yeah, it's not looking good. They play in fucking 10 minutes right now. And they're not going to win this game. They're playing at <laughs> home again at 3 o'clock. They're not winning that game again, even though Kincaid is starting. If they win, it's a miracle. I'll go to church tomorrow if they win. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just got scored on, even though the game hasn't started yet, man. <laughs> oh, I won't be surprised. I will not be surprised. <laughs> yeah, when this pod releases, like the game has already started. but It's going to oh be over God. by the time people hear it. Yeah, dude, man. Montreal's on a tough stretch. Joe, thank you for the roast of the Montreal Canadiens. You should be a, like an S- SNL segment. 
That this is... team's been lackluster, bad. Every negative comment is well-deserved for this organization right now. Uh, Joe, you have a little bit of a thing going on right now. You have a little bit of prediction going on, I see at the bottom here. Yes, I do. I said that they would make a trade before Christmas. Well, no shit. Most well, teams I don't make know trades. how big of a trade they would make. Would that be Are you saying that it's going to be a big... I'm not sure. Uh, there is talk about that from what I've heard. Yeah, there is. I don't know. So... See, like, Hall... I don't know. He's he's kind of like a superstar. He's supposed to be a superstar, at least, in New Jersey right now. Um, he's supposed to be someone that the young guys like Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer are supposed to look up to. Uh, but he, like the Devils, they've been struggling. Maybe they will make a trade with the Canadians and move things around, and maybe both teams will look to switch things around to get their, their train back on the track. I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to get home or not. They the should. They like, should make a trade though, because yeah. I think they do have. Surprisingly, they do have a team that actually. They kind of looked playoff worthy before they went on this huge losing streak. Um, I don't know if you would agree or not, but like I, I remember two episodes ago, we were like praising the Montreal Canadiens and how good they looked, and then they just went on this huge. Like we jinxed them or something. They went on this huge losing streak, and Price looks like shit. And yeah, I blame it's just not looking good. I blame Men to End. For cursing yeah. the team. Because, like, I think because Hall, it looks like he's not resigning in New Jersey. No. Like, probably not, no. Probably not. Like, that's just a con- foregone conclusion at this point. So, whether Montreal, they have the pieces to swing a deal. Whether they'll do it or not, I have no clue. You think they'd give up prospects for Hall? Yeah. If I they think, can think they can resign him, I would do what it would, in a second. What would you think of that? I would love it. Uh, I think yeah. I would too. As a Habs, they have Habs no fan. one who could. They don't have an actual superstar player on their team that on four. That's the problem. Well, Jonathan Duran hasn't he been hurt? Yeah, literally. It's since him and Byron went down with injuries, they have been horrible. So I don't know what's going on. It's not like you're losing like Sidney Crosby for God's sake. You know what though? Sometimes, like I remember back when I was playing minor hockey, when you're missing like one or two glue players. It does make a huge difference. Like yeah. you kind of like they forgot how to play defense. They could score still. Like they scored a couple goals when they're losses. Yeah. But that is they true. They've had some high anything. scoring games, man. Like against the Rangers, that was a six five game. Uh, Thursday against the Devils it was a six four game. And then yeah, I mean a... they got smoked eight one to Boston. Yeah, Boston. Yeah. But yeah, well, like, those other two games they've been high scoring. Like they've been scoring. You're right. They just and their goalies suck ass. Yes. I don't know. Well, if you're saying they can still score, which they can, like stats are literally proving it. Again, again, the Boston game is like a write-off. But if you're saying they keep scoring, I mean, Hall trade would definitely be an upgrade, and they need that kind of superstar on their team. But, like, Shane Gossespierre's always been in the news, and he's been a healthy scratch for, like, the last three games in Philadelphia. Him coming to Montreal, we've t- I think we talked about in the offseason as well. Like, he's on the market. That would not be a bad trade because they need a power play guy like uh, Shane Gosper who can move the puck quickly. Like, I know Weber's there. He's really good on the power play. Set him up for that one-timer. But then the second unit, you have Jeff, P- Jeff Petrie. I'm not saying Jeff Petrie's a bad defenseman, but you got to switch something up. you got to need offense on that back end on that power play because it's, it's not getting done right now. Like, right now, they just need someone who could stop yep. on they defense. Need, I don't know. I don't we'll know what see. they're going to do. They, like, they don't have anyone really within they could play – 
But it's like all of them just forgot how to play defense. Like it's so stupid. And I'm just looking at the lineups right now. He the D pairings are now switched up from the past few weeks that they've been together. They're now switched up. So we'll see what happens there. They play literally like now. So we'll see what happens. Could you see Price getting traded? No. No. You're no never. No. Like I'm not saying it's gonna happen this season, but you don't think he's ever gonna get traded. Ever, I don't know. They would probably have to retain like half the contract. <laughs> no one's taking that salary. No one's gonna take that salary. I don't know what they're gonna do. They have a guy in the American League, Caden Primo, who's like basically priced two point right now. So I have no um, clue what they're gonna do. All right. I don't think Price think is ever gonna win a cup, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Bobby Lou didn't win one. What do you want me to say? That's true. Hi. Lundquist is not gonna win one. No, if he moves teams, but yeah. he was close actually. Remember, he was uh, close. Yeah, both of them back in like close. 2014, I think it was. Yep. yep. Why'd you Sorry, rip that... on the Rangers, man? The Rangers have been they've been like kind of decent. I've always hated them since 2014. Oh, because okay, they sure. uh, Chris because Kreider. Chris Kreider took out Price in Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals, and they lost in six games. 100% the Habs are going to the finals. 100%. 100%. There's no question. They went six games with some random lad that played, like, literally, like, 10 games later. Dustin Dekarski. He played, like, maybe 50 games in his life. Last night, I had a little bet on the Rangers for the 82 NHL game challenge. Mm -hmm. You did see that, eh? And they almost came through with the victory, but Boston upset them in overtime. Boston is kind too of, good, man. Yeah, they're, they're good. on Boston's on like a six game win streak right now. I think they haven't lost in regulation in their last ten or something. They haven't right. lost They haven't lost in regulation at home at all this season. I know that for a Since fact. Since game Off seven of, of the head. finals. Holy smokes. Yeah, man. Like that's crazy. Fudge. Even Bergeron's missed a few games now. Like whoever's in that lineup just they just get it done. Like Yeah. Krug it's, missed it's a true. few games, whatever. Is uh wasn't uh what's his name? Tori Krugert? I don't know yeah. if he's Krejci missed a few games now, he's like on fire. Like I I get what Barry Trotz is doing in New York, but Bruce Cassidy deserves all the credit here. Like yes. this guy is constantly putting out players that have no names in this league and they're just producing. Like he just makes it happen. I don't know. <laughs> it's this true. This guy like, deserves a lot more credit looking, than he Looking at their bottom six right now, I only know two of these. No, okay, four of their six. But, like, who the hell is Jack Studnika? Yeah, he's a who the hell is he? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I so, know who like, they are, but Thomas, I get what you're, you're making a good point. No, you're making a good point is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. He deserves a lot of the spotlight right now because he makes the lineup work and work and work. And a lot of players have been out with injury, and he keeps getting it done. So, yeah. All right. You know what time it is. Jason Drula knows what time it is. What are we playing? What you say? I'm laughing before because this this video made me laugh when I first saw it. Joe <laughs> sent it to me in our group chat. I could not stop laughing at this. Okay, just um, it has nothing to do with hockey or what we're talking about in the hockey world. But Jeff O'Neill, who is a former NHL player on Overdrive, we plug them a lot on this podcast. This has to be one of the most funniest nicknames for a superhero Jeff O'Neill could have gotten. 
listen to this this, uh, this video. It's pretty funny. Uh, someone tweeting in saying the constipator <laughs> because the crap stops here. <laughs> <laughs> you are the constipator. <laughs> yep, Thomas, you by far stole the best quote of the week. Uh, when I first saw that too, I couldn't stop laughing. I honestly, I had a tough time finding a quote this week. I can't lie. I can't lie. So I took There's a quote much, that like, came actual out. News. Like it's like no one wanted to say anything like funny or something. Like it was just like a serious. You're right. It was a serious week. Like. All of like the sound bits from on Instagram this week were all players being asked about. Uh, yeah. Um, I was gonna say Russell Peters, Bill Peters. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Peters is a clown as well. So yes. Yeah. yeah no, I guess it suits suits him well. Um. Anyways, back to what we were just talking about. Um. Most players were getting asked about like the Babcock incident and. Uh, Bill Peters and all these coaching scandals or whatever that have came out. So there wasn't many funny um, sound bites this past week. Uh, but one that I really liked, this is from two weeks ago, I think now. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, just listen to what he has to say about, about hockey. Well, it's hockey. You know, it's not a ballet. All right. Out of boy Oviet, it is not ballet. It is hockey. <laughs> There is a My little quote, bit of contact in hockey. Yes, That's what he's trying to say. Bit. Just a little bit. So my quote actually just happened yesterday, and it's mm -hmm. when Martian kind of ran into Truba with Truba's elbow. Like it was obviously wasn't a penalty or anything. He just ran into him, and then he just looked disoriented going off the ice. And the concussion spotters, which the NHL provides for every team, did not pull him in the second period, but pulled him in the third briefly, and he returned to the game. Marchand obviously was not too happy about this, and this is what he had to say about them. Uh, to do that, I mean, guys up there busy eating pizza and cheeseburgers and can't watch a game, so maybe next time we'll pull this out of his butt and watch a game. Hopefully, Marchand is okay because he, right now, my fantasy team just relies on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty stupid how they pulled him in a period where he did not seem like he had concussion symptoms, even though. When he left the game, when he got elbowed, he did um, pretty pretty stupid on the concussion spotters. And the guy has heart; he wants to play. I don't, he just wants to be out there and win. And they obviously did win. But yeah, I have nothing wrong with what Marchand said. He's clearly right. Okay, let's go to the battle of the buds. Battle of the buds. My favorite part of the episode. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Legs. That was sarcastic, by the way. I'm still no, negative. No, no. You you had a decent week, my friend. I, I did. did I did. Week. I went we two and one off. this week. I went two and one, so it wasn't bad. The Stars beat the Blackhawks. Uh, Islanders lost to the Kings, and then the Bruins lost to the Senators. I mean, beat the Senators. Sorry. And then Thomas came out of nowhere this week. He's Ooh. currently in the lead on the season after going three and zero this week. San Jose beat the Kings on the 25th. The Leafs beat Detroit on November 27th. That was a good pick. Uh, and then Boston beat the Rangers last night in a close game in overtime on November 29th. So now that brings Thomas to 14-10. and 10. I didn't even mention my record. I'm still negative 11-13 right now. Not happy about that. Joe, you went 1-2 this week. A little, little uh, 
I mean, I okay, guess this so. is actually the first shaky week that you've had yeah, all season is. so far. So the, the Bruins beat the Wild on last Saturday. The Islanders lost to the Ducks in Anaheim on the 25th. And then the Sharks beat the Jets at home on November 27th. Yeah, you guys didn't have a lot of uh, California teams, but I did. Sorry, I said that wrong. The Sharks lost to the Jets. Yeah. And you got that that game wrong. Yeah. I got to start picking those Red Wings now. <laughs> yeah. Senators. Yeah. That well, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm picking I've against... Seen. I'm picking against the Devils twice this week, so. <laughs> yeah, just go right in. Yeah, I guess I'll announce my first game, which is tonight, actually. Uh, the Washington Capitals are going to Detroit to take on the Detroit Red Wings, and I'm taking the Washington Capitals in that one. That's a no-brainer for me. Uh, December 3rd is my next game. I'm taking the Golden Knights, who are heading to New Jersey to take on the Devils. The Golden Knights are playing on a back-to-back, and so are the Devils. And I think the Golden Knights, even though they're playing on the road on a back-to-back, I think they're going to come through with a victory. Uh, and then I'm also going to be taking the Nashville Predators against the New Jersey Devils on December 7th. The Devils, I'm pretty sure, play four games this week. So it's going to be a busy one for them. They're going to be on the go a lot. So I think they're going to be tired in this game. That's why I'm going with the Predators in that one. Yeah, PK is definitely going to have to step up, but... Pretty sure you won't. Uh, I'll go into my picks now. Um, 14-10 on the season. Uh, I'm picking tonight's game. For the first time, I'm actually picking a game on Saturday, so that's kind of new for me. Uh, Sabres at Leafs. I'm taking the Leafs tonight. Uh, then in the week, I'm taking the Oilers, who are host to the Senators, on December 4th. And then I'm taking the Lightning, who are host to the Wild, on December 5th. Actually, we were just speaking about Taylor Hall. There's a report, actually, that the Devils are listening to other teams' offers on them right now. Yes, sir. Yep. So, the drama continues for Taylor Hall. Um, so, my picks this week, so I'm 13-11. and 11. Uh, Thomas, as we said before, is leading us 14-10. So, I picked the Islanders at Red Wings because I'm just going to roast on them. They're just terrible. And just pick every game against them, even if it's at home. And then I have the Capitals at San Jose. I have the Capitals winning that game. That's on December 3rd. And then on December 5th, the the Blackhawks visit the Bruins. And I have the Bruins winning that. And that's on December 5th. There we go. Yep. I like all these picks. I don't have any questions with your picks this week, Joe. I like them, actually. The only question I have is watch Detroit win yeah. this week against one of your teams. Watch. It happens. Man, I picked against the LA Kings, I think, three times this year, and they won every single time I picked against them, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Exactly. All right, run through it. If you All want right. to run through it, I don't care. Yeah, we could do it again quickly. Yep. I'm taking the Capitals tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, tonight, by the way, is November 30th. Uh, then I got the Golden Knights beating the Devils on December 3rd, and then the Predators beating the Devils again on December 7th. I got the Maple Leafs tonight, November 30th, over the Sabres, Oilers over the Sens December 4th, and Lightning over the Wild on December 5th. And I have the Islanders over the Red Wings on December 2nd, the Capitals over the Sharks on December 3rd, and the Bruins over the Blackhawks on December 5th. Beauty. All right. All right. That was a I, packed episode. It was. How much? What, what time quick, are we at here? Forty-five like now. Forty-five. Oh, we're doing. Plus, gotta add the quote. 
I want to talk about one more thing before we go to last words. All right. Sure. Earlier on this week, Keith Yandel got a, hmm. a shot to the face. He uh, he lost nine teeth, had to get stitched up. Uh, this happened on Sunday or Saturday, I think, against Carolina. So last Saturday after we recorded our episode. And then he comes back and he plays the day after, which was only like it was only like twelve hours after this happened. Yeah. He came back and he played a, um I think he got stitched up or no, he got his teeth work done in the morning before mm-hmm. this game and he went out and played against Buffalo on Sunday night. And he just you know why this is so significant, guys? Yes. Joe? Oh, his Iron Man streak. His Iron Man streak. Currently, he has the active streak for most consecutive games played in NHL history. Not NHL history, but um, I think the longest consecutive Currently, yeah. streak was Doug Jarvis with 964 consecutive games played. That's, That's a lot of freaking games. But Yandel oh, currently has the active career. Iron Man streak which with 822 games. That is a long-ass streak. I'm assuming he's trying to continue that streak as long as he can, try to oh, yeah. pass Doug Jarvis. I don't even know who the hell Doug Jarvis is, to be honest. Um, but, man, that just shows his dedication, the fact that he lost nine teeth and had to get stitched up Yeah. It's in crazy. order to play the next day. Like, that's that's dedication, man. That's you don't the, see that in the NBA yeah. where there's load management <laughs> and, like, shit yeah. like that. Or in the that's MLB literally... where fucking guys are sitting every, like, 12 games. Yep. And I just want to come in here quickly that Montreal did not give up the first goal of the game today. They scored. They scored 19 seconds into the period. And who would that be? Who is the goal scorer? Joel Armia. Oh, oh you dropped Armia. that lad. Oh, he's a free agent in, in our fantasy. He's a free agent in our fantasy league right now. I was I actually picking him, him up. <laughs> Attaboy, Joel. You finish. Okay, uh, yeah, that's all I want to say. And last words, um, I have, I'm going to start doing, we, the NHL team kind of came to this, con- not conclusion, but we came like with this idea that we're going to do like kind of like a top five players every week mm-hmm. in the NHL. So that will be released every Monday. And I, 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 I think I'm going to start releasing that. So starting on this upcoming Monday, on December 2nd, we're going to do an article every week, the top five players of the week. And we kind of just list their stats off. Any, any, And then I'll kind of list any accomplishments they hit or anything like that. Yep. Just That's a good. small article. Yeah, and I'll probably be helping Joe out with that a little bit too. Uh, I was yep. also thinking that we might even release top five players of the month as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be a good idea. Or maybe even like yeah, top five skaters of the month and then top five goalies of the month that's something that will probably end up happening um but check out the breakdown right now because we had a shit ton of content come out for thanksgiving so much gambling content if you're into gambling and winning free money and following picks a bunch of degenerate picks uh then just check out our website and our twitter because man we have a lot going on right now everything's in full effect we got uh, ncaa football nfl NBA, NHL, everything right now. So check us out at the Breakdown Sports. Yeah, I'm just looking at the Montreal Canadiens score. Man, this Golden Plunger works its magic. Hopefully they win the game because, like, this Golden Plunger is just 
This is it just works every time. Like the first goal, nineteen seconds of the game. Like that's crazy. I know. I put so much effort into that plunger to <laughs> unclog that shit that's in there. So hopefully it flushes <laughs> properly. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'll say my last words before uh, people just log off because of the shit comment. Anyways, uh, the leaders in the NHL, I always do it every week. Leon Dreisaitl, sole possession in points, 48 points on the year. Goal scoring leader, David Pasternak with 24 goals. And then we have a tie for the goalie wins. Connor Hellebuck, um, Flager mentioned him in his pick for the Hard Hat Award. And Braden Holtby are tied with 13 wins on the season. This has been a very, very big episode for us because we saw Joe rage at his team. And it looks like it's kind of working right now. They're up one nothing in the game, so hopefully they continue and win that game for Joe so uh, the rage stops. But yeah, that's been end-to-end. -end. TV, Joe, and Flags are out of here. And we will be back next Saturday. We'll chat then. <laughs>